the latest in a long line of sequels and reboots. This week, we're talking about a sequel to a reboot. That's right. Scream 6. That was me trying to pronounce the way they write. Scream. Uh-huh. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is how we start the podcast now. Mike just goes, hi. hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is how Star Wars is. It. It's the only podcast. It's the only podcast. And we, we on this podcast, we rate and review things on a scale of one to ten. Not of how good or bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. That's right. And this week, we are talking about the latest installment in a franchise whose all the, the other previous entries we have already covered, the Scream films. Yes. And we are fans. We are fans. And I should also say, this is the second movie in the like new generation of the scream yeah. films but but to to get pedantic over the definition of terms scream 5 wasn't technically a reboot cuz everything was all st- no. it, it was just a lega sequel it's just a sequel yeah yeah. Um, yeah 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 but anyway it does kind of soft reboot because there's these new teens um yeah new characters um, new fu- new final girls right. And I think right off the bat, just really quick to talk about this movie, Mike, Josiah, that's the podcast. Um, Yeah, that's Mike, I'm Josiah. uh, This movie is a lot like Scream 2, which is the first sequel. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And I think that is on purpose. I do too. Like the final set piece takes place in a theater with a bunch of hooded cloaked figures. They're the, the killer. Oh, we should probably say... This movie just came out fairly recently, and we're probably going to spoil it because these Scream movies are all basically whodunits. Um, yeah. So we will talk about who but, the killer is. Yeah, we will. Uh, so if you don't want to be spoiled, then... Get out of here. I yeah. guess, like, go listen to one of our other 200 episodes. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of episodes you can listen to while you wait. Yeah. Um, but so, the other big similarity to Scream 2 is that the killer or one of the killers in scream two is the mom of the killer in scream one and the killers mm-hmm. in scream six are related to the killer in scream five and have like the yes. same motivation basically like i think i think these similarities were very deliberate in that they were like we are doing the sequel to the original and the original was trying to be like the Scream 5, I don't. I want to go back and watch Scream 5 and see how close it hues to Scream 1. I, I think it really probably does because, yeah. like, they make a point to make Randy Meeks's niece and nephew the movie nerds, and, like, right. the girls are the Sydneys, but then we find it, you know, like, it's all about the, the dynamic of Scream 1 because Billy Loomis is, like, a central entity. Yes. The final... Like showdown takes place at Stu Mocker's house. Yes. Uh, oh yes, you're at right. The party, like they they do, kind of go out of their way to kind of make it rhyme with Scream it One. Totally does. Let me see here real quick. 
directed same director as Scream Five, same writer as Scream Five. So we've got consistency. So right off the between- bat, this feels this this five and six together feel Disney era Star Wars. It's it's yeah, in totally. new hands. The the source material it's going from is the franchise itself as opposed to, you know, Scream 1 is like wearing on its sleeve that it is sending up other horror movies. And Scream yes. 5 is like, remember Scream 1? And then Scream 6 is like, remember Scream 5? <laughs> and Scream yeah, 2? And Scream, so like, Scream, 6 is, Scream 6 is also like, remember Scream 1, 2, 3, 4, four five, and yeah, 5? Right. So it's, it's doing the modern Star Wars thing, which arguably is what most of the Star Wars chili is these days yeah. is the Disney era. It's like slowly becoming the majority shareholder. <laughs> well, everyone in Star... Like, this is something we talked about recently, but everyone in... Uh, or, like, we texted about it a little bit. But So, everyone in Star Wars has nowadays has seen the original Star Wars movies. Right. Is something we say a lot. Like, right. We've said that we've said that before about like the Disney era is that they are all fans yeah. of the original trilogy, and it feels like they've seen it and that they are like interacting with the world as people who know about the original yeah. trilogy. It's kind of like the copy of a copy thing. Yes, in this movie, Scream Five, sorry, Scream Six. Right. Honestly, in all. <laughs> Every Scream movie has seen the previous ones. All the other Scream movies. Here's the movies. thing, though. So, Scream 2 does the brilliant thing of making the first movie a movie in the universe, plus or minus. Yes. Uh, cute. With each Very successive great. sequel, that gets zanier because, like, they're referencing the movies in universe, which are takes on the movie we just watched but not the exact movie you know like it's yeah. stab not scream so like by the time it gets to scream six like there's that line at one point of we see all the like hooded mannequins of like all the different prior killers and and someone said something like well wait stab four didn't only have two killers or whatever and 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 uh hayden penitier mm-hmm. is like it's not about the movies. It's about the actual killers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like she, she almost basically looks at the camera and says something like, don't worry about the movies. Right, like, right, 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 right. Well, it's like so I think it's like, far up its own butthole that it's like, but that's totally also now a new, you know, like it's, it's Aurora roast itself into becoming yeah. a new snake. It's like an inside out snake. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's turned inside yeah. out. Yeah. Like that Simpsons episode. Yeah. It, um, it, it the, but her saying that is also like, r- like emblematic of the movie itself because she's saying it's not about the movies. It's about the real killers. And that's true in this installment of scream because in previous installments of scream sometimes the motivation of the killer is i want to make the movies better like that was the that was the motivation in scream 5 right. was they were like we need a seek we need we need a reboot right so i'm going to start these killings again so they can make the movies good again yeah 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 and so th- her saying that is like no it's about the killers this time is true because this time the motivation was pure revenge mm-hmm. and not not any like weird thing of like oh well we're gonna make the mo- it's all about the movies right right this time it was about family and it was about the the killer itself and not not like 
not a weird uh like oh the movies made me do it kind of thing yeah, you know like right. they didn't scream too right. yeah so what did you think about this movie just in general i liked it i did too um i didn't love it right i don't i, I, I love think, you know this is another star wars trope like there's sort of a ceiling yeah and you're not never you're never going to not have fun. Let me rephrase no. that without so many negatives. You're always going to have some amount of fun if you like the scream right sensibility. Because the scream chili, if we're talking about how scream is it, yeah. it's pretty scream. Yeah, the scream. The, this all the scream movie was like if if you wanted to make scream chili. You might buy all the ingredients to make scream chili, or you might buy a can of scream chili and just reheat it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this one is. <laughs> That's what this one is, which is not bad. No, it's good chili. No, yeah, it's it's good chili, but it's not homemade. Like, I love scream one. Yeah. I love scream two. Yeah. I even love scream three yeah, a little bit. Because it's crazy. Because it's just insane. Yeah. I kind of love scream four. Uh huh. And I liked Scream 5 okay. I liked this one better than Scream 5. Yeah, I think it's but a I little better, know. too. It's almost like they toned back the Billy of it all. Yeah, like, I don't know why. Like, that's still her kind of, like, driving force, which, like, Sam in these movies is very, like, Anakin, like, yeah. trying to... Or Luke or whoever, Ray, like, you have mm -hmm. this bad past and you're trying to shake it. Yeah, I couldn't... I can't, I can't quite place my finger on why... I like this one better than five. There was just something about it that felt a little more in the vein of Scream f of the original I think franchise. Because of the Nev Campbell of it all, Scream mm -hmm. Five felt like she was getting pushed out, whereas this one is like, oh no, she has been pushed out. Watch the movie or don't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which which like I am so pro listen. I want Nev. I want Nev to have a payday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like I'm always here for Nev to have a job if she wants the job, but apparently the reason why, gosh, my my camera's all like blurry. Apparently the reason why they she's not in this one is because they couldn't afford her or they lowballed her mm -hmm. apparently, which sucks. Yeah. But it's better that she's not in these movies anymore. Right. Because. She gets we, to Sydney Prescott gets to live like a life. <laughs> yeah, and like literally Courtney Cox, Gail Weathers is like she deserves her happy ending, which like yes, yeah, she does. Yeah, she was the she was the protagonist of four of these movies, right. and then they brought her in for the fifth one to be like, you want to do some stuff still? Yeah, which like we already have like dual protagonists and in the dual sisters. friend. Yes. Like there there's a lot of fucking like the core four as they call themselves in this movie. Yes. Which is cute. I like that. It is cute, but also it's like there's so many fucking characters. And the fact that they both get stabbed fatally and make it out again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The two yeah, yeah. Meeks twins. But but I was like they're kind of taking up the um they're they're Randy, mm -hmm. right? But they're also Dewey. Right, right, that's true. And and Dewey survives every time, even though he gets fatally stabbed. Right, that's true. And so the, fa the fact that they got fatally stabbed and made it out didn't bother me, because I was like, well, they're Dewey and Randy. Well, and okay, is Kirby now going to be Dewey? Maybe. she also got fatally stabbed in four. In fact, we are to believe she died in four. No, 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 no. There's something, some reason I knew, there's some reason that I knew she was alive, oh, okay. and I can't remember why. Um, I think there was, I think her death is left <clears throat> un, 
confirmed. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why I know that or what exactly it is that happens in Scream 4 that makes me believe that she is okay to be alive, yeah. but I think her death is left unconfirmed. Um, to where, the to little, where we literally don't... Like, slight misdirect of if she was actually bad yeah. was great. That was Because I was... When that came up, I, I didn't trust the cop to begin with, but, like, in good murder mystery form, you never trust anybody. Yeah. So like when you when you find out who the killer is, if you go like I knew it, it's like, well yeah, but you thought you knew it was everyone at one point or another. Yeah. And but like and when he that- said like don't trust her, she I, I just heard back from the office and like she's gone cuckoo bananas, I was like, Oh, I don't like that very much. Cause yeah. why that that feels like a stretch, but like Okay, that's where this is going, and we don't know where she is, so this is gonna get scary. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad it wasn't her. The thing about the screen movies that's so funny is they are whodunits, but they're also. I was thinking about this the other night while I was fa- literally while I was falling mm. asleep. I was like literally just like musing about the screen movies because that's what I do apparently. But they are not like all whodunits are kind of are kind of like what's the right word I'm looking for? I mean, they're tricky and they're sort of like, there's like fuckery because there's no way you have all the clues, right? right. At, you as the audience don't have all the clues. Right. And even if you are given all the clues in the movie that you have all the clues, you do not have the clues to say who did it. Right. Right. So anytime you are saying, I knew it was them. Yeah. It's because you made a lucky guess. Yeah. It's not because you actually knew because you followed the clues. Right. Like I'm thinking about Knives Out and like Glass Onion and like specifically those two. Uh-huh. Like you could watch those movies in re- and then after you've watched them the first time, you go back and watch and you can be like, ah, a clue, a clue, a clue. Right. But when you watch it the first time. Right. The you only can point way to can... anyone doing anything suspicious as the smoking yes. gun. Yeah. The only way you get a, a, a whodunit right is if you go, I guessed right. And yeah. I feel like I've read a couple of Agatha Christie novels, and it's the same in those, where like the satisfaction is not in, oh, I guessed right. The satisfaction is seeing how it comes together right. and then then the explanation like of, either the murderer monologuing or the detective like accusing yes. and showing the evidence and then pointing showing to the things work. that you have seen that is what's fun about yeah. it and it's the same in scream because like there's no way you have all the clues right. to know like you can watch it the first time and you just guess yeah. but there's no way you're going to know for sure because you're not given the actual information you need to know for sure when the cop came out of the dorm building and was like or the apartment building and was like both of my kids are dead i was like we don't know about your other kid like the the girl mentions like her brother is dead we, but we like, do we do we do know about her, him because of the girl that mentioned that he died yeah the car but just accident. like the way he said it felt weird to me so i did like clock that as something but like obviously you're right we would have never known just like in scream 2 when what's her face from um ladybird and and roseanne what's her name um billy Uh, loomis's mom like she goes by another name like 
Yes. We would have had no... It's it's that riddle of, like, a man sitting in his car and he's dead and there's no bullet holes in anything, but he's riddled with bullets. Uh, yeah. The windshield's not broken. How could this be? And it's like, it was a convertible and the top was down. It was a convertible. Like, well, but you didn't fucking tell me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I would have known that, I would have said the right answer. Yeah, if I had known this woman's name was Mrs. Loomis, I would have been like, watch yeah. out for her. <laughs> Watch out, she's bad. Yeah. What's the fucking Lori Metcalf? No, yes, Lori Metcalf. What's the name of the cop in this? What is his the actor name? Dermot Mulroney. Somebody. What's his name? Dermot Mulroney. Oh, what is he in? Because he's so familiar to me. Uh, I don't know. Oh, he's been in everything. He's just like a a really a working actor that's been in a lot of stuff over the course of his life. Okay, that's why he looks familiar. Uh, but yeah, so so it's a whodunit, but uh, you, there's no way you have enough of the clues to know who's who who it is. Um, I think there were some fun tricks that this movie did, and some fun new things that a scream movie has not done before. Like what? Let me I tell you. I like the ladder sequence. That was kind of cool. Ladder was fun. Ladder was fun, and new very York tense. Is new. Can we talk about how they do the, L.A. Yeah. The marketing of this movie made it seem like the New York of it all was going to be a like lot more of a Ghost factor. Ghostface was going to call and instead of saying, what's your favorite movie? He was going to say, like, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> Hello, Sydney. Yeah. I'm walking he- here. <laughs> I'm walking here, Sydney. <laughs> yeah. They made it seem like the whole movie was going to take place in a bodega instead of just the one scene. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you do have a couple of scenes that feel very New York, like the subway scene and the bodega scene that like probably couldn't have taken place anywhere else. Yeah. But most of the movie could have taken place in any big city and it feels like it wasn't that New York. Yeah. So it's just weird to me that they really leaned into it with the marketing of it all where they were like, it's in New York. It's a new city. It's new rules. And it's like, okay, that wasn't really that much of a part of the movie guys. Yeah. Um, it definitely just seems like something that they come up, came up with. They were like, New York, new rules. What can we do with that? Right. But anyway, the the original, the first killing that is the sort of like um, red herring killing, right? Like the one that's like starts everything off, but it's yes. like a faint. And he takes off the mask. Takes off the mask. That was immediately great. Re- I was like, what movie am I watching? Mm-hmm. That really subverted expectations. And it made, and then it made a lot of sense when he immediately gets killed. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, I was like, okay, so this he, can't, this isn't going to be like a Columbo take on Scream, is it? Like, yeah, did we know I the murderer the whole time. <laughs> I had that thought from the beginning, and I was like, after after they pulled it off, I was like, holy cow, this is going to be really, really different. Yeah, and then it wasn't, but it was still a really cool fake, right? Like a really cool fake out where right. they were like, it's this guy. Oh, which just is kidding. kind of like the Scream Four fake outs of like all the cold opens that keep yes. happening. <laughs> so fucking funny. I don't know if there's something funnier in Scream than that, except, yeah, except for maybe that's like like truly like scary movie level meta yeah. awareness. So funny. Maybe the only thing is like my mom's gonna be so oh, mad yeah, at me. Um, and when really Jamie good. Kennedy says, "Look behind you, Jamie." Look behind you, Jamie. Not calling the character by her name. He's calling her Jamie, as in Jamie Lee Curtis. And yeah, his the actor's name is also Jamie. And there's a person behind him. I think that man. I really hope they don't bring Stu Mocker back because I, I want him to be. I want him to be for sure dead. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like similarly how we don't like 
we probably didn't see a dead body with Stu that like to be confirmed dead, but it would be really weird to me if they brought him back. Yeah, it'd be stupid. It, it didn't feel weird to me that they brought Hayden Panettiere back. Yeah. Like for some reason she felt because she wasn't confirmed dead, like it felt okay. Yeah. But it would be really weird if they brought Stu Mocker back. I yeah. hope they don't bring him back. But not to say that Matthew Lillard wouldn't kill it. Because he would probably do great. Right. But, I, but I can't imagine a world in which it's satisfying to have him pull off the mask and reveal that it's him. Yeah. Because, because you would have to have him as a character early on, which if he is revealed to be a character early on, that ruins the surprise anyway. Right. Because you already know he's alive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, like also that, that like old 1990. 1990- six tv fell on his face so he would almost yeah. have to have like a new face yeah he would have the to be funny really joke would be have it be like freddie prince jr because <laughs> he was also in scooby-doo yes and he's Stu mocker with a new face <laughs> now and then we bring sarah michelle geller back yes cause she, because we all we, <laughs> she she's died in scream two yeah in scream yeah. two one of the many, sc- I don't think, hey, can I just say, Jenna Ortega, scream queen, yeah, she's loving great. it. She's, uh, she's great, loving it, keep up the good she's work, She's got Jenna. Nev Campbell's same freckles. Yeah, and she's also, like, cute yeah. and in the way that you want to protect her, mm-hmm. and the way that, like, young like young Nev was so, was so adorable, where you're just like, I want to make sure this woman is okay. Yeah. I like the other sister, Melissa Barrera, Uh but she's kind of getting outshined a little bit. She is, which is funny because she's the person. Right. She's she's the the reason why it has shifted from Sydney to her. Yeah. In Scream 5, it was sort of like, because she was in In the Heights. Right. And so she was kind of having a moment where she was in In the Heights. She was in Scream 5. But then Jenna Ortega just blew up. She is having like the momentiest of moments. With, with, with like a couple of things, but specifically with Wednesday. And so now she's the one that's like, she's the star. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, if you look at the poster for Scream 5 versus Scream 6. Right. Like, on Scream 5, you've got front and center is Nev Campbell. Uh, and then you've got uh, David Arquette and Courtney Cox in the background. You've got Jenna Ortega's off to the side and is the, f- like, third smallest. Yeah. And then in Scream Six, they have equal equal billing as at the top as the two biggest right. people on on the screen. Um, so yeah, she's like the Grogu. She's the Grogu like, baby. It's about the the character who's having the POV of the movie and is like the the struggle and the dark depressed person is the Mandalorian is. Mm-hmm. Sam, the sort of title character, she's Scream and he's the Mandalorian, but the show's about Grogu, baby. The show's, yeah, the show's all about Grogu. People started watching because of the Mandalorian, but they're tuning in because of Grogu. Very true. Very true. I also, what was it, did we discover last time, like, it's Sam Carpenter because of John Carpenter and then Sam something or other? Well, Sam Loomis is the name in both like so Billy Loomis the last name Loomis is a reference to Halloween which is itself right. a reference to Psycho and in both of those movies the character whose last name is Loomis his first name is Sam 
That's what it so is. So she Thank is you. like literally Sam Loomis. Right, 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 right. That, that's what it is. I couldn't remember the connection. And like Anthony was, Anderson in one of the movies, I think, was he in four? Four. Yeah. His name is Anthony, um, oh, Perkins. Like Officer mm-hmm. Anthony Perkins, I think, which, or no, it might be just Officer Perkins, but we know his first name is Anthony, and Anthony Perkins is the actor who played Norman Bates. Oh, interesting. That's fun. Who was really good friends with Stephen Sondheim. I think he, sure. like, I think he like co-wrote something with him. That's crazy. Holy cow. Friend of uh, Benoit Blanc, Stephen Sondheim. Let me, let me like get to the bottom of that. Um, Do some research. It, it was something recognizable, and now I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, right. They wrote a murder mystery together. The Last of Sheila, which is referenced in a Knives Out movie, one of them, I think. Or at Mm -hmm. the very least, it was on one of those, like, interview lists or whatever of, like, Ryan Johnson cites these ten movies as being influences or whatever. Right, right, right. Anyway... Anyway, what other you so, said there's the there's the like mask fake out at the beginning. There's that mask fake out. There's that trick they do, which is really fun. Yeah. The other trick is three killers. Yes, right. Which is fun because like the first one reveals himself and it's the dad. And then the second one reveals himself and it's it's the kid. The, like who, incel boy. Yeah, who like up to this point we didn't know, but it's his son. Yeah. And then there's the first off, the fact that there were three killers at all made me made me go. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I was like telling you know, I leaned over to Charlie at one point, and I go, I was like, there's always two. Right. Like, who's it going to be? Except in three, which in which there was one. So now the pattern has been established of two, two fake out, two, two fake out. <laughs> yes, true, 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 true. Um, and so I was like, who's it going to be? Who's going to be? And then re- the reveal that it's the other girl who's also is his, who is we his thought kid, was dead. Who we thought was dead right. was like that's what made me be like. Well, that's not fair. I could never have guessed it was her because you told me she was dead. Right. You know, that, that's the thing that made me go like, well, whodunits are all bullshit right. because I can't figure it out because I don't have all the clues. No matter I was me. No matter I was. You just lied. <laughs> you just lied. That's all you did, Linda. No matter I was me. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of liked that, though. When, when I liked it, too. Because I was there before she took her mask off Once once they started talking about, like, our family and my children. Cause like he was saying like, you've already killed someone from my family. And it's like, Oh, well then we already know that's his daughter. But because the boy was with, um, what's the girl, Mindy Meeks. Like we knew that they were on the train together. So what's her face thinks like, is it Mindy? And she even says that like, that leaves one person. She goes, Mindy. And, she takes off her mask and it's Quinn. And I was like, yeah, I, knew I it thought was it was, I thought she thought it was the hot boy. Oh, you did. I yeah. think she says like when, when he takes that. off the mask, the, the, the boy, he's like, and that only leaves one more person. And I think she says, Mindy. I don't remember that, but we'll have to watch it again and see. Yeah. Cause I saw, I thought I saw her face go like, not the guy I'm in love with. Oh. And then, and then it wasn't him, and I was like, "Thank God it's not him," um, because I love that guy. Yeah. Damn, Daniel. No, no. <laughs> What's his name? Josh, Josh Segara. He's so funny. He is funny. 
and he's so good looking. Yeah. And it's it's not, un- fair. It's not fair. Cause it's like annoying because he was a little like here's the thing. He looked like a normal guy in the first episode of or the first season of the other two. Uh-huh. Like he looked like me, where he's like maybe, I don't know, five, ten pounds overweight and is just like a normal looking guy. Yeah. And then he got ripped. Yeah, yeah. Which is annoying. Yeah. Because you can't I'm tired of funny guys getting ripped. Yeah. Mike? Totally. New this okay. No more British Spider Man. <laughs> no more funny guys getting ripped. Yeah. It's not okay yeah. anymore. And it really Stay is like just chunky. the most bankable thing in Hollywood. The Chris really Pratt is. model. Be a the comedian and then we will make you hot because yeah. funny sarcastic superheroes are the name of the game. Thanks a lot, John Favreau. Thanks a lot, John and, like, Favreau. We can't, we can't. We can't have every superhero be Iron Man. No. We need, it's, we need a Batman who's not funny, which we've been no, getting. Yeah. And then we've we need a yeah, Superman yeah. who is charming and a goof. Sexy, yeah. handsome, yeah. but not funny. Yes. You know what? It's such a sh- I, was re- I was reading an article re- like semi-recently that was like, it is a real shame that Henry Cavill was the Zack Snyder Superman. Because he would have made a really good actual Regular Superman. Regular Superman, yeah. Like, he has the look, he has the charm. Yeah. He's got the he smile. Has the com- he's got the comedy if he wanted to. Yeah. Like, but, right, like, comedy, it's, it's like, the funniest Superman should be is, like, dad funny. Yeah, he should make Not dad jokes, like yeah. Not, like, stand-up funny. You know, I think it sucks that, like, I don't know why it is that every superhero has to be Iron Man whenever, like, the Avengers gave us a pretty nice trio of Iron Man being sarcastic. Yeah. Captain America being, like, sincere. good old boy, yeah. sincere. And then, like, Thor being sort of, like, wild card um, out of this element. Yeah, fish out person. of water. Fish out of water. And, like, why can't we have more fish-out-of-water superheroes? Right. Why can't we have more earnest superheroes? I guess Spider-Man is kind of earnest. Um, yeah, but he's the, the, the quipster and the thwipster. The quip- quipster and the thwipster. That's what I always say. Um, speaking of, David Sims of the Blank Check podcast and uh, film critic, uh, I, I only saw the title of this article. I didn't even read it. But he just reviewed the Dungeons & Dragons movie that I think comes out this weekend. And the headline was something like, Dungeons and Dragons is the return of the sincere blockbuster. And like from oh. the previews for it, it looks really funny, but like thinking that like there's an adventure story where people are like, they're not just like hanging on by one finger from a cliff and going like, this couldn't get any worse. <laughs> yeah. Well that just happened. Yeah, Like that is like exciting yeah. to hear. <laughs> I've heard only good things about that movie, yeah, which I'm really pumped fun. for. Because it looks fun, and I love the cast. Yeah. I think the cast is, like, stellar. I remember when they announced they were making it, and everybody all at the same time basically made the same joke of, like, the release date is March whatever, but, like, let's just circle back. It might need to be the next weekend, or if, if you guys aren't yeah. free, we can do the weekend after. <laughs> yeah. It looks really good, and also, like, I love some of the previews I've seen because it it feels like a D&D campaign. Right, like the like, the joke of like interviewing the dead guy, they get to ask him yes. five questions. Like that He's feels like, you ask like me three friends questions. 
fucking around with each other. Fucking with each other, exactly. And I was like, that's something I would do as a DM. I'd be like, I'm waiting for you to ask. If you even phrase it like as a question mark at the end, I'm going to be like, that's a question. That counts. (laughs) That counts. So funny. I love it. Can't wait to see it. It looks really good. Um, It'll be a fun episode to do. Oh, we should. Yeah, let's both go see it. I would like to see it, especially since... It would be the goofus and gallant of takes because you know D&D and I fucking yeah. don't. <laughs> well, there is not to like talk. We'll talk about what we do an episode on it. But like there was this really God, like r- there's a thing in D&D called rules, lawyers, lawyers, uh-huh. rules, lawyers. Um, I say lawyer. Yeah, I was going to say, like, is that from Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. I'm starting to, I'm starting to think that like I should just start saying lawyer because I've had enough times where I've said lawyer and people have been like, huh? yeah. and I'm tired of it. Yeah. So I'm just going to change who I am and start saying Don't lawyer. Don't you mean you're tired of it? <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired. But um, the there's the rules lawyers and they are like the people who when you're playing a game or like well actually yeah <laughs> you can't do that because xyz it's like, and like aren't we doing this because we're having fun because <laughs> we're having fun and like they have their place in times when they are trying to like like i can be a rules l- lawyer at times because i know a lot of the rules uh-huh. and so like i can help by like the rules lawyer should be someone who helps the dm be like oh actually it's this thing right here right. and that's why they can they can do this right. You should be helping people figure out what they can do, not not poo pooing everything that they try to right. do. You're like, the, like the publicly appoint, appointed like criminal defender, cri- a, a de- public defender. Yeah, yeah, public defender. Like you're doing. There the, was this really you're anno- doing God's work. <laughs> there was this really annoying thing that happened when the first like preview came out, where like the druid character turns into an owl bear to fight, and all the rules lawyers were like, "Well, technically, druids." can't turn into owl bears because owl bears are monsters and druids can only turn into animals. Oh my god. And, and like all the cool D&D people were like shut up. <laughs> it looked really cool. Do you remember when she was an owl bear and then she turned back into a human and landed on her horse? Yeah. That wasn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. And then literally D&D like weeks later released a new rule set for druids to where now they can turn into those monsters. That's so funny. It's like putting fucking Jack Sparrow into Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Eating itself. Speaking of eating itself, Scream 6. Scream 6. Should we uh, go Um, to the break? Yeah, let's go to the break. Now that we've talked about Dungeons & Dragons, let's go to the break. Uh, Wee! Due to our mutual fear of making concrete decisions, Kevin and Thomas have a new comedy podcast that is 100% segments top to bottom. Every week, we spin a wheel of random podcast segments, complete absurd challenges, and get into petty squabbles. We bring on our favorite comedians and guests and even let you, the audience, decide what happens next to ensure we have as little control as possible. Check out Oops All Segments wherever you get your podcasts. Do it. Black. And we're in a black cloak. That, that's one thing we haven't even really talked about, that that like the murders in this movie are kind of um Riddler-esque, where like a clue is left at each one, which is like Oh yeah. The real mask from the l- real killer from a previous installment in the franchise is which left is at crazy. The scene by DNA match or whatever. Um that feels a little Kylo Ren talking yeah, to the uh, burned up helmet of Darth Vader that he somehow managed to get his hands on. Totally. Like they, they write a good explanation line for that. Like, how did he have all these masks? And the cops like, 
yeah, I'm a cop. You can steal evidence from the evidence place. <laughs> yeah, but totally. But it's like from multiple states. <laughs> yeah, from multiple different states, from multiple different times, yeah. like in history. And like, I don't know, I don't know um, protocol, but like if you get the guy dead to rights, you know it was Roman Bridger or Billy Loomis. Like, do you keep the evidence? I don't know. Like, I guess. I mean, they do in Batman. They always keep the evidence, the evidence around, but like, like the but like Joker's- if they know it was this guy killed whoever, and we have evidence that can prove it, and he's dead. Like, how big are these evidence lockers? Yeah, it seems like you would throw it out after a while. Yeah. So anyway, maybe that's what happened. Is they all got thrown out, and then he caught them at auction. Yeah, yeah, at trash auctions. <laughs> Trash auctions. Police trash auctions. <laughs> yeah, you know, the classic police trash auction. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a game this week. Um, Yay. Back from the break, we always play a game. Um, this one is called Pasui 6. Ooh, um, interesting. And what it is, is six different Pasui games that we play all the time. But only oh one quick version of each. <laughs> okay, so great. So here's I love how that. we're going to um, determine which one we play. You have to guess what's on my list. So it's almost a seventh oh, game okay. uh, of These Are Riddles, which is These Are Hisui Games. But uh, that's not one of the games. There are six okay, games. Okay, gotcha. Is one of them These Are Riddles? Uh, no. Damn. Alex Blankter Blankleton. Alex Blankter Blankleton is what we will do first. So, um, the the topic is uh, Scream Six, and your one entry in this game of Alex Blankter Blankleton is a dual candy bar that visits you in your sleep. A Twix. Wait, Dream Twix. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I didn't even explain the rules of Alex Blankter Blankleton <sighs> to the uninitiated, but it's already over. <laughs> it's Dream already Twix rhymes with Scream Six, and that's basically the whole game. Either, either you understand or you don't. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you have five games remaining. Oh, God. Is any one of them a baseball RPG? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been great. <sighs> oh, man. Um... IMDb movie Yes, that's one game? of them. Um, so you have to name the four most known for on IMDb credits, which can be movies, TV shows, video games, tend to be movies, but um, of one Courtney Cox. Oh, God. Okay. Friends. Friends is on there. Cougar Town. No. Good guess, though. Not Cougar Town. <laughs> Scream? Scream 1 is on there. Scream 1 is on there. Okay. Friends in Scream 1. Uh, what else was she in? Is there another Scream movie? There is. Scream 2. No. Scream 3. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I bet you that's on there because of her haircut. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. The internet absolutely. likes that as a meme. And uh, mm -hmm. the baby bangs. Um, this last one? does not exist there's no way this oh. is actually a movie <laughs> so i'll never guess it uh, i'm sorry i'll never guess this one. i don't think so and it's got huge okay. names in it so it must be a movie but like i just don't believe that it 
could possibly be a movie. Tell me what it is. It is called 3,000 Miles to Graceland. What? And it's Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner. And the IMDb, um, like, quick blurb is... A gang of ex-cons rob a casino during Elvis Convention Week. And the poster is Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner both dressed as Elvis. That sounds fake. Should we watch this movie and do a whole podcast yeah. deep dive on it? Like a 10-episode miniseries? <laughs> we should, for sure. Uh, Figure out if it's actually real or not. Let's see if it has... It has Kevin Pollock, Christian Slater, David Arquette. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Howie Long, the football player, John Lovitz, Thomas Hayden Church, Ice T. Damn. That's a lot. It can't exist, though, right? That can't be real. No, it sounds fake. It has an IMDb star rating of 5.9 out of 10. Okay. Okay, so that you have two games down. You have four more games to guess. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. How about... Say Bulba or Bulbasaur? <laughs> no, but I'll actually give you kind of partial credit for that because real or fake was one that isn't oh, really real like, super guessable. Um, so I have one instance of a true or false question about the production of Scream 6. Is this real or is this fake? One of the artifacts in the like shrine museum of the Stab movies is... A werecat necklace. <laughs> no, that's from Scooby-Doo no, on, Scooby on Zombie Island. Island. That is fake. I love that so many times that I do a game, I make Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island a question in one way or another, yeah. and it still yeah. like almost always surprises you. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, wait, what? He got me again. So I just realized that I lied in the description of this. The sixth game is you figuring out the other games. Because I actually oh, I only see. put together five mini games. <laughs> I see. So how many have I done now? I did Real or Fake, Alex Blankter Blankleton, and... And IMDB. There's two IMDb. others about? that we play. And in doing both of those, you will fill out all six. Because the sixth is yeah. trying to figure out all the games. What about Only Connect? Only Connect is on there. And again, like Scream Six is our is our like theme. Basically, I didn't want to think of six only connects, and I yeah, didn't I, I didn't want to work too hard on any one game, so I I thought of six games. <laughs> six mini games, I love it. Uh, okay, your only connect begins with this. This is a four seemingly random clues, and Josiah has to figure out how they're related. The first one is F. Next, carbon. Next. Seeing dead people. Next. Thou shalt not kill. Six things. Yeah. <laughs> Those are all the sixth thing. Yeah, six, sixth letter, sixth element, sixth sense, and the sixth command. Yeah, the sixth sense. I was like, oh, oh, this is going to be tricky. <laughs> uh, That's yes, good. very I like good. That. that took me a second. Let's see. You have one more game, and then... You will have completed two at the same time. Okay. Gosh, I can't remember what other games we play. Um, the Spotify game? Uh, no. <laughs> what else do we play? Um... Here's a clue. 
I probably should have told you that you were playing this beforehand. Because you would need to prepare. Oh, oh, oh. Um, what's, what's the one where you guess a letter yeah, every yeah. time? Yeah, yeah, chain reaction. Chain reaction, So you yeah. have just successfully guessed all five games, so the sixth game of Guess All the Games has been completed. So this is the last one. Yes. <laughs> um, you have to connect the word scream with the word six. And okay, in gotcha. between them, there are one, two, three, four, five, six words. <laughs> yes. Wait, there's six words in between? Or yeah, six, six words in six between. Word. So eight total with scream and six on either side. Uh, listeners, this is a game made famous from the Game Show Network where you start with a word and then there's a bunch of blanks and then there's a word at the end and there's a series of two-word phrases. And one two-word phrase might be something like, say, egg pan. No. Because that is a thing. No, it's not. We kind of have an egg pan in this, but okay. I, uh, it is real. In fact, it's funny. Egg pan is a kitchen tool, and the egg pan in this round is also a kitchen tool. <laughs> oh, goody. Yeah. Scream queen. Scream queen is correct. Yeah. So would you like a letter for the word under queen or the word above six? Uh, above or above six. The first letter of that word is P. Pa page six. It is not page six. Um, another letter there. Uh, the next letter is I. P I. Pigs. Pig six. Pig. Yeah. Not pig six. All right, fine. Another letter. C. Pick six. Pick six. Yes, that is correct. That's a football term. Mm-hmm. When you intercept the ball and run it back for a touchdown. Uh, uh, okay, would you queen. like a letter above pick or under uh, queen? Under queen. V. Queen Victoria. Yes, that is correct. Queen Victoria. Would you like a letter under Victoria or a letter above pick? Victoria's Secret. No. Okay, under under Victoria. F. Victoria Fair? No, it is not fair. Uh, under Victoria. A is the next letter. It's not fair. It's not fair. Hey, life ain't uh, fair. I don't know what Victoria Fair is. <laughs> why I keep saying that. You're telling me F A. It's still not fair. <laughs> As if the next letter is I, Victoria I'm fair. I'm going to be very cross. <laughs> All right. Another letter, please. L. Victoria Falls? Yes, it is Victoria Falls. Falls down. Falls down is the next one. So there's only one word left now, right? Between down and above. Yeah. Uh, after down and above pick. Now, this is the one that is kind of an egg pan, but it is a phrase. It's just a specific thing that you either have heard of or you haven't. Downtown town pick. No. Downside side pick. No. <laughs> Give me a letter. D. Dick pick. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's pick like P-I-C-K. Right. <laughs> like you're that one. picking at your dick. Oh, oh, you're choosing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another letter, please. Uh, R. DR. Down draft draft pick. Yes. A down draft is like a type of vent hood for like your oven, apparently. Yeah, sure. 
So what we have here is Scream Queen, Queen Victoria, Victoria Falls, falls down, down draft, draft pick, pick six. Woo! And you have completed all six games in Hasui Six. Yay! Or Hasuivi. Hasuivi, as it's coming to be known. That was the game. That was great. I love that. We got another, I don't know, ten minutes or so. So, yeah. um, what what are some common... Okay, so so we've talked a lot about the franchise of it all and how it, it literally references Star Wars. They, she yeah. says Luke Skywalker at one point, and they're talking all about franchises. And, like, uh, I, I wonder where this series can go after this in terms of what the movie is about. It might just become a slasher whodunit series that isn't up its own butt about type of movie because like now that they've said it's about the franchise like the next one would just also be about the franchise yeah you know well the next one has to be scream 3 whatever that means right so i don't know what that looks like but this one was scream 2 so the next one has to be scream 3 but yeah so it is repeating the movies that came before it to a degree so it is very yeah. Star Wars in that regard. And the big reveal at the end of this movie is I am your father. Although it's I am the last killer's father. Yeah, it's true. A father and a sibling reveal, both in one. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. Someone comes back from what we could have presumed was dead or at least very injured and off the board. Right. Correct. Um, it's a movie. Um, movie. It's not very science fiction. No. It's as science it's fiction very... as any of the others in that the like, yeah. voice changer is like... In fact, just, the, the yeah. more the years go on, the voice changer becomes more and more real because like it could just be an AI app. <laughs> That's so true. Um. What did we give the other ones is the question. I meant to listen to him this week and I forgot. Um, yeah. Should we take a too. moment to figure that out? <laughs> no, I think it's probably going to be like a four or something. Out of ten? No, the ones that we did before oh, were oh, probably oh. like a four or a three or something yeah. like that. I think, I think this is the m- most Star Wars Scream movie. Yeah, I agree. Because of the franchise of it all, because of the way that it references previous movies. Right. Literally. Like, like, five references, like, Force Awakens, kind of, like, the legacy reboot kind of thing. But this one is basically saying, like, we've gone past entries in a series of movies into, like, intellectual property. Right. We are a title. We are a merchandise at this point. And Star Wars yes. ain't nothing if it ain't merchandise. So true. Um, so true. And and it's I, that thing of like the people making Star Wars still today, they're using Star Wars as their creative fodder as opposed to Scream 1 using horror movies. Right. Uh, and true. whodunits. Scream 6 is using Screams 1 through 5 as the input to the machine it's like how matrix 4 is it yeah yeah which is to say a lot but even Uh, like matrix 4 decided to go a different aesthetic direction and a different like fighting direction and a different like hero direction and and this is like like i i just truly don't know how they're gonna make scream 7 who knows man it's they got maybe 
Maybe they just literally do Scream 3. I think that's what they got to like, do. So the, 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 this movie and the one before it was about Richie making his own stab movie, basically. Right. He wanted to make a true crime stab movie or whatever. And uh, so maybe in the third one, it's the director of a big Hollywood movie again. I was going to say, like, taking it back to Hollywood for this next one would be really funny to me because that would be the most direct, like, correlation they could have. Right. Which it would, and it would also make sense because stab movies go off of the scream killings. Right. And so, like, the, they would be like, oh, we've got a new girls. There's new girls that we can use. It'd be so, funny like, if it went to, like, Atlanta because that's where all the Hollywood movies oh, that are would shooting be cool. now. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be cool. But, like, how do you get Gail and the girls and their friends there and, like, Who perhaps knows? Kirby now? Like, Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to probably come out next year because these movies they, are yeah, apparently really fast, fast and easy to make. Which is also sort of a Star Warsy thing. Ever since Disney yeah. acquired them, they, they released... Last Jedi and Solo the same year. That's crazy. And then they've been doing TV shows. Like, you you don't go six months before another TV show comes out, whether it's animated yeah. or, like, the, the um, Visions or Andor mm-hmm. or Mandalorian or the new ones coming out, Ahsoka and whatever else. Um, yeah. It's too much stuff. I can't watch it all. way too much stuff. I think th- one thing I want to say about Scream before we go that I really like is I like that, like, the girls are the killers now. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like they're the killers, not the killer. So like, there's sort of this reverse role thing, right? Where before, well, but like, like Sydney, Sydney, like shoots Billy, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. She always does kill him, but like the girl, like she never used a knife. You know what I mean? Right. Or if she did, she didn't stab them twenty-seven times right, like right. Sam does. Like Sam's the killer now, which is I think is interesting. It is funny how that's true. It is funny how often too, like. In the movies, I think they do it in three. I think they might say it in other ones too. Like they said it in six. You always got to shoot him in the head. Like yes. that is like telling the audience no headshot, no certainty. Right. If they didn't get shot in the head, you cannot be sure that they're dead. Which is true of the killer and of any of a, the killer's victims. Yes, exactly. Like that is the in only this way to reality, know for sure that they're dead. Everyone knows everything about every movie, specifically horror yeah. movies. They all love them, and everyone can withstand terrible stab wounds. Yes. But you can't come back from a headshot. Can't come back from a headshot. No, no, no. Maybe that'll be a twist, like a head squib in the way that Quinn was a fake-out kill. That would be interesting. And and maddening, maybe. I'd be like, that's not fair. You Um, can't do that to us. Yeah, what else? What else are we missing? I, I think I think we're right in saying that it's the most Star Wars because of like the behind the scenes of it well, all. Well, to say it's the most Star Wars is is to still say it's not that Star no, Wars. No, sure. It's also it's also horror. I mean, it's not horror, but it's like scary movie first, yeah. and then comedy. Like it's not as comedic. If how scream is it? It's not as comedic as the first few. Uh huh. Um, but it is like scary movie like forward. Right, you know what I right. mean? And then there's a little bit of comedy thrown in there as well. Situational levity type of comedy. Yeah, which is not kind like of a lot true of jokes. about Star Wars. Like Star Wars has like camp silly, which could be viewed as comedy, but it doesn't have like quippy Iron Man jokes. And Scream no. doesn't really either. 
Yeah, correct. Um, uh, oh, yeah. You know what I loved was when we see the two killers in the lobby of the old movie theater, and they both at the same time do the like, <laughs> like yeah. clean off the knife thing in unison. That yeah. was great. Charlie was like, I don't like that because that made it seem like they were robots. And I was like, yeah, kind of, but it, I kind of liked it too. It made, like, this is this is the thing that's funny about this movie. Like when we were talking with Delaney the other night, like he, he was saying they don't do it as much for him as the ones for and before do. And I I get what, like I kind of have the same feeling and I can't put my finger on it, but like something about Scream's sensibility Let's me look past how self-referential it is because it is a self-referential movie. Like, yeah, totally. the whole thing is like the fact that they clean the knife off like we see Ghostface do before feels ridiculous because like, mm-hmm. how would you know? How did they know to do that? Unless it's like famous from the stab movies. But even there already, we're talking about like the lore being both like in universe and in real world kind of all simultaneously. Like I kind of just in the way that like mission impossible to me is not about like the mission and getting the codes. It's about like the psycho action set pieces. Like, yes, yes. These movies are about the like inside out snake. That's about to turn itself back right side out because it's been eating itself so much. (laughs) Yes. Totally. Whatever. Like they can do whatever they want. It's it's the yeah. tandem mice equivalent of snakes. <gasps> Everybody, go listen to the Patreon. <laughs> it's two snakes eating themselves in a circle, but they are linked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, an Ouroboros chain. <laughs> <laughs> if we could make merch, that would be a good merch like, right there. Here's what Scream Seven is. It's Scream Six. Like on a projection screen facing a mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, just yeah, an yeah. infinity like bounce. Infinity of... loop <laughs> of scream. You forever. just hear like mic feedback and you see like infinite <laughs> screams. <laughs> infinite screams. Yeah, that would be a beautiful art piece, yeah. I think. Scream 7 is the most artistic to date. It's just like awful audio feedback and. A million ghost face masks reflected upon themselves. Yeah, I love that idea. Like, at some point in the Scream franchise, are they going to do a Back to the Future 2 where they go back to Back to the Future 1? <laughs> like, I are they going to invent so. time travel? <laughs> um, yes, they better because that would be amazing. Oh, man. I can't. Can you? Can you imagine? Scream Seven comes out, and the very first thing they go like, "All right, time travel is real. All right, don't worry about it." Yeah. Here we go. We're going. We got to go back. Yeah. We got to save Sydney. Uh, okay. Let's let's give it a rating. Yeah. Let's figure it out. I think this is as close as a movie can get to being Star Wars before it has science fiction in it. Yeah. It's like winking about itself. It's the sixth entry. Very few franchises get that far. Um, yes. Star Wars, of course, is one. It is trying to revitalize itself for a new generation. It is like the formula of Star Wars. It just happens to be a horror whodunit. Yeah. The fact that there's no lasers and no yeah. space wizards and no, 
you know, fascist guy in a big black mask. Like, I think that keeps it from crossing the five threshold. Agreed, agreed, agreed. But uh, I think I'm ready to give it a unit of measure. Yeah, me too. Mine's going to be, I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and mine's going to be cute Halloween costumes that you see in the city and or on the yeah. subway. Yeah, Someone yeah, was yeah, Andy yeah. Warhol. There were a lot of horror characters like the Babadook. Yes. I'm going to say okay. Scream 6. How Star Wars is it? Is a five. I'm gonna give it a four okay. to counter your five, but I think that it's. I, I think I could have said five. We've done over 200 episodes. I don't know if we've ever given anything a five. <laughs> we probably we have. have like Guardians of the Galaxy makes me think maybe or something like that. But yeah, like, sure. Uh, probably. Who knows? It. it, it listeners, let odds- us know if you've heard a back catalog episode where we gave something a five. The odds are we have given it a five. Sure. It's not a common. It's not a common measurement no, that we right. use. Well, All right. Well, there we go. Our, have it, our bell curve is upside down. Like everything's either yeah. like high on the the low end or high on the high end because it's a Star yeah, Wars yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Totally. All right. So that's it, folks. We did it. So do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com because that's what this yeah, is. Yeah, this is a good podcast at gmail.com. And if you want even more of us on the internet, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash How Star Wars Is It, where we do a weekly bonus episode. We have a bunch of fun extra monthly things or, or somewhat monthly um, film commentaries, RPGs. You name it. Brackets, our March Madness tournament is on there. Um, March, like March March songs, like John Philip Sousa. um, Yeah, it's really funny and good. Um, And you can see me and Josiah play in Anarchy, the Improvised Rock Opera here in Chicago or on Anarchy Music Improv on Instagram and YouTube. We have some of our full shows up on YouTube on the Anarchy page, as well as there's one full show at least as of right this moment on my youtube page which is word gospel 09 and we've been posting a lot of how star wars is it uh like clips from our uh podcast but like the video of us on on zoom um as youtube shorts which has been really fun we did the whole march madness tournament there um and yeah it's great my youtube has a lot of other cool stuff i'm gonna post um the songs i sang at a cabaret show that josiah and Past and no doubt future guest of the show, Michael Delaney, and past and probably at some point future guest of the show, my my wife. My um, wife. We're all there to see. Um, but yeah, it was great. I'll, I'll post those on YouTube at some point too. So check us out on the, the internet, man. <laughs> check us out, baby. Oh, and we are also going to be hosting trivia on May the 4th at Redline VR here in Chicago with Counterfeit Combat, our. Our good friends Angela and Chloe run that, and they, we are teaming up with them to do another trivia event like we did last year for May the 4th. So if you live in Chicago, come to Redline VR on May the 4th. Well, that's about it. So Sandwiches of Star Wars is about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So like we always say, we love you. We love you. And May the 4th be, be with you. Bye. Bye-bye.